just going to make another adjustment. Is that better? Free hearing aids with PRSI at Specsavers. Music to your ears. Find out more online. Terms and conditions apply. Hello there, it's Michael Lester here and thank you indeed for being with us. Now, whatever about the changes in musical fashions down through the years, I think it's fair to say that country music has always had a special place in the hearts of many Irish people. Indeed, today, country is still in good health and one of the stars of the current scene is John McNichol, a native of County Derry, but now based in Knock County Mayo. And John is here with me in the Knock House Hotel. It's good to see you, John. Fantastic for you coming in and joining us on this. My absolute pleasure, Michael. A pleasure to meet you and to be here as well. It's, it's lovely to catch up. Look, let's, let's talk about your, your life. Uh, as I said, you're from a small place in Derry. Yeah, I'm from a small village, but but from a very large family, yeah. Michael. I come from a family of 15. So I grew up in Derry in Northern Ireland, uh, nine sisters, five brothers and mum and dad. So at home, music was always very important when we were growing up. Daddy used to play the guitar and mama used to play the piano and sing. And um, we were always encouraged to, to have some kind of party piece to play music or to dance. We, we all were dragged to Irish dancing when we were younger. Some of us stuck with it and some of us had two left feet. But... Um, just great happy memories in Derry. Yeah. And you know, Michael, growing up in Derry back then as well, for us, because we're such a big family and because we were in Derry uh, at the height of the Troubles and things, they had to be like a, a almost regimental. You know, you were told to be home at seven o'clock and you were home at yeah. five to seven just in case you'd be delayed for something. And that's the way we were kind of brought up, yeah. very regimental, I wish I would call it. But uh, happy memories. Yeah. yeah. When did it dawn on you that you might have a, a singing voice and... Uh, the ability, let's say, to go forward in music. Yeah, well, um, I started singing. My first bit of singing was actually singing at the church on a Saturday evening on Sunday morning um, with the choir. And I loved that. I enjoyed that so much. And um, then I started going to like events and watching concerts and watching other performers sing. And uh, mum and dad were huge fans of Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah. Of course, our good friend uh, and a great man, Daniel is. But we went to his festivals in Donegal yeah. and he got me up to sing on stage a few times. And there's just one Saturday in particular, he called me uh, centre stage and I had no band at that stage, had no record deal or no management, no anything at that stage. But I was just starting out and um, he said, I think this young man should have a band. Do you all agree? And they all stood up and cheered and clapped and shouting for more. And that actually was the moment that I, I just realised, do you know what? I like I like the idea of this yeah. and I, I feel very comfortable on stage and... Um, it's just something I really, really enjoy and really love and performing to the people and you meet such lovely people and made such wonderful friends over the years too. So it's yeah. something I something I really enjoy. But having said all that, it wasn't your original career choice. No, I have to say that as well. Mum and dad, when I was younger, I, they asked, what did you want to be when you leave school? But I said, I want to be a singer, a famous singer. <laughs> that was always my answer. And mum and dad said... Uh, son, I think you should try and get something else, you know, just in case, because the music industry is so fickle, like you're here today, gone tomorrow. And, you know, it's so competitive as well. So um, I trained, first of all, as a chef, a pastry chef and worked at that for I loved that as well, but I had a greater love for the music. But, you know, during lockdown, then we were the music, of course, was gone for everybody. Yeah. So I was able to adapt and go back to the, the, the past career. 
and uh, you know I'm, I'm enjoying the, the cooking now and to be honest, at the moment, the cooking has kind of taken over from the music a bit. I'm doing 50-50 at the moment, yeah. whereas before it was no cooking, all music. But um, I like the balance of it now. It's great. Sure. It's, nice. it's nice. I suppose, like, cooking, uh, it has a certain performance element to it as well. Yeah, you're just being creative in a different yeah. way, you know. It's And um, we do high teas at, at, our, at our guest house here in Knock, and um, you're, you're creating uh, cakes and all these fancy desserts, all the stuff that's bad for you, but <laughs> <laughs> nice to nice to eat, but bad for everything else. But um, no, I enjoy the, the 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 balance of the both. You know, I love the the combination of the both. It's great. When did the career really start to kick off for you in terms of getting out there and getting people coming to your shows? Yeah, well, after that uh, performance at Daniel Donald's Festival, I started, um, I got a record deal then with um, Crashed Records in Dublin. And then I got management then, um, and just we took to the roads and started doing festivals. Daniel was very good at the beginning, uh, brought us to festivals that he was doing and yeah. introduced this new act. And yeah. then other singers were very good too along the way and let me perform uh, as a support act, I suppose, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, I just really took off for us. The record deal was signed. We recorded an album of Irish songs, first of all. And um, that did really well for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just got a great response. I think we were just lucky as well, you know, because I think starting out now would be a lot more difficult for people to to uh, achieve anything in this industry because it has got a lot tougher, I believe, over the years. And COVID has definitely changed the entertainment industry. It, it really has made a big impact, had a big impact on the, the industry as well. You know, so yeah. it's tougher for someone starting out now. Sure. You have been fortunate enough down through the years to do various collaborations with other performers and other singers. Yeah. Um, tell me the ones that stick out in your mind that you would be favourite to you. Yeah, well, I suppose the one that sticks out the most for me is uh, working with Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Of course, and Reba McIntyre, an international superstar. And I got to support her uh, at Wembley Arena and the Odyssey Arena in Belfast. And that was my first uh, arena shows um and my last as well, I have to say. <laughs> I never performed in arenas, just always concert halls yeah. since that. But um, the experience of that was just, it was just surreal. It was just being on stage with this huge thousands and thousands of people yeah. in front of you. And then I got to work with Elton John as well. I got to support Elton John. Yeah. And then over the years, I got to collaborate and record with different artists, with Daniel O'Donnell, um, Margot O'Donnell, Dana, uh, Louise Morrissey, Sandy Kelly, Mary Byrne, uh, Declan Ernie, Derek Ryan, loads of people that I admire and respect in the industry. And, you know, there's Ireland has so much talent and so so many great singers and musicians. And, you know, for me to be a part of that big uh, industry, it's it's great. You know, and you feel very honoured. We do a show in America every year and there's lots of singers from all over Ireland performing. And you just stand back and you'd be so proud to be Irish because they could stand on any stage anywhere and be very proud of the talent, you know, that there is in this country. And I'm glad to be part of that. You know, What do you put down the enduring popularity of country music in Ireland to be? Yeah, well, I think it's very personal. It's very, you know, people can come to the gigs and they can chat to the person after the gig and have a photograph and have the crack with them. Whereas maybe other genres of music don't have that accessibility to the singers, you know. And I think the songs as well, they're all very meaningful. They're about townlands or they're, they're about stories of everyday life, you know, and they're, you know... Um, Big Tom, of course, was was the king of country and he was a gentleman and his songs like Gentle Mother and things like that, songs that are very sentimental and people can relate to, I think. And I think that's what's keeping mu- uh, country music, the biggest sure. music genre in the country, you know, and it's it's long may it continue. Long may. When people talk about international country, 
there's one place, one venue, I suppose, that always gets mentioned. Yeah. Nashville, of course, in the States. Yeah. yeah. And you've been fortunate enough to be there. I was very fortunate, uh, Michael. I was invited over f- uh, about 10, 12 years ago to represent Ireland at a country music festival there. And again, a great honour to represent my country at a festival there. And Dolly Parton was there. She was the host of the, the festival. And, you know, um, we have been to Nashville. I go again in a few a week's time. We're going back to Nashville and uh, we visit Nashville, Memphis and Dollywood. And for anyone that is into country music, it really is a must. It's something everybody should do in their lifetime. It's a wonderful experience to visit where the country music uh, originated from, like Elvis recorded his first records there and, you know, all those wonderful acts over the years, Charlie Pride, Loretta Lynn and um, I suppose Dolly Parton and people like that, you know, and you get to visit a way back in time and replicas of their homes where they started out and it just shows you the story of their lives, you know, and it really is very, very interesting and a, a great experience. You've mentioned in passing there Dolly Parton yeah. and you mentioned Dollywood. Yeah. Tell people about Dollywood. Well, Dollywood is like a Disneyland, a country music Disneyland. You go into Dollywood and you're just stepping back in time. All these different craft uh, uh, outlets and there's like loads of theatres and there's maybe a gospel show in this theatre. There's maybe a bluegrass show in this theatre and an um, old time country in another spot and maybe a rig- or modern country in another one. And it just takes you on a musical journey around like a Disneyland, but it's Dollywood, you know, and there's all these amusements and uh, water features and our water park and all that. And um, it's just it's a great it's great crack. Great crack. It is. It really is. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Think you're not smart enough to own a smartphone? Well, think again and think Doro. Doro phones are designed specially with the older person in mind. They're easy to use with louder sound and larger text. Plus numerous state-of-the-art features that don't compromise on performance or quality. To learn more about the full range of high-tech Doro phones, visit doro.ie. Doro phones, make friends with innovation. If you're enjoying this podcast, why not subscribe to Senior Times? Visit the website at seniortimes.ie and like us on Facebook. For a lot of people in life in the last couple of years, of course, as we know, COVID intervened and sidelined a lot of people. Yeah. Now, you were fortunate, John, in the sense that you have another outlet apart from your singing you mentioned it there actually a moment ago yeah you're only being yeah. here or not yeah and we always say that michael from day one you know I, I suppose going back to what mum and dad used to say when i was younger you know they were used to always say music industry can be very fickle you're here today gone tomorrow so I, that's why i an, initially trained as a chef and had a career under my belt aside from the music you know and um it's it's we were so unfortunate to have that in the background all the time. My sister used to run a forest here in Knock, and then she gave it up uh, due to bad health. So then COVID came and uh, we took it over ourselves and started mm-hmm. running it, and it's doing very very well. Mm-hmm. The hotel here, Knock House Hotel, we work in conjunction with them, and I have to say the staff here are just exceptional, and you know the 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 rapport they have with their customers and their clients is great. We come up here a few times a week for lunch ourselves and the food is beautiful and, and, and likewise they send people to us as well, you know. So we work in conjunction with them and I love Knock. I love the peace and quiet of Knock. And when we were kids, mum and dad couldn't afford because there was fifteen of us, nine yeah. nine girls and six boys. They couldn't afford to bring us on foreign holidays or to Spain or anywhere. So our our holidays was a day trip to Knock. Yeah. 
And I remember back then thinking the love that as a family we had for Knock, we just enjoyed it so much, um, getting out together and getting to Knock. And mum and dad were very religious. So I always said, I'd love to have a place in Knock for the family to come back to. And, and that's what I worked towards. And I really did. I put all my time and effort and energy and money and everything gearing towards having some place in Knock. Yeah. And so glad I did because we now have a business, a very successful one here in Knock. And the family come down all the time. And that's uh, nice to have somewhere for them to stay and home from home. Yeah. You mentioned that um, it's successful, which it is. Um, but this is two busy careers. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. Fairly tough going in life. It is, you in know. In a good way. Absolutely. And to, um, just yesterday we were chatting about when are we going to get a day off? Because it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just constant. We're back and forward. I travel quite a bit from work as well. Yeah. Back and forward to Spain and Portugal and America and Canada and all doing uh, different uh, guest spots and shows and all that. And I love to travel. I love to see around me. But um, I, I try and get to the guest house as much as possible yeah. to keep the, you know, your... Yeah, and I ah, keep your hand in and keep an eye on the place. And um, we have a great team, I have to say, at, at Drumhouse as well. We have a great, great team. And, you know, they work hard. And I think it's important to have people that believe in the place as much as you do. And um, I have a little touch, uh, Michael, not a little touch, a lot of OCD. Because <laughs> uh, if something's not sitting right or doesn't look right, I, I can't settle until it looks right or, you know, some But um I suppose for the B&B it's good because everything's neat and tidy and yeah. <laughs> for me not so good because I'm tired all the time. <laughs> Mentioning OCD, have you ever found that to be an issue with say in the, the music career in the sense that you're dealing with other musicians and, yeah. and if you have a vision of something that maybe you don't think they have, yeah. has that ever been a problem? It, 100% it has, yeah. And I feel like I, I'm singing something and I, this is the way that it should be done and you know, and then maybe a musical director says, no John, that's not the way it is and I'm thinking, I just can't get and see or can't do any other way than what I, yeah. what I see I think I'm right all the time but I'm not obviously <laughs> but even simple things like on stage if there's leads that are tangled and stuff like that I would have to untangle the leads or I couldn't sing and I'd have to clear the stage and have it nice and neat yeah. and it does make you leave you very tired because you're doing this excessive amount of work but that's just the way I am and I have two sisters the same and I don't know that's just something that we inherited from our mother I think <laughs> <laughs> But do you feel also that that helps to to drive you to perfection? It does. In fact, it does because you're you're working all the time and you're learning new songs all the time and you feel to yourself, no, I have to have 10 new songs for the next fortnight yeah. and you don't settle or rest until you have those songs learned and things like that, you know. And I suppose it does help in, in a way, you know, but it's... um. Like, for instance, going on a plane, I couldn't sit in a seat that would be an, uh, an odd number. It'd have to be an even number. In my car, I would have to have the heating at a, an even number. Things like that. Last night, I was out for dinner and my friends were there, a group of 12 or 10 or 12 friends. And there was a picture behind one of them sitting a wee bit crooked. I couldn't even eat until I, <laughs> until I fixed the picture. Then I could settle and relax. So it's, uh, I think as I get older, it's getting worse as well. So God knows where I'll end up. <laughs> Oh, that's um, all, all good. <laughs> when you're not dealing with your own music, um, what do you like to listen to? What do you like to sh- shove on the CD or yeah. whatever your format is? I love all types of music. And the guest house, we have um, one of those um, Google things, whatever, you just ask it to play whatever. So this morning, for instance, we'd be playing Eva Cassidy and we could be listening to Elvis Presley in the afternoon or Irish traditional music or Dolly Parton. It's just a combination of everything. And me as a singer as well, um, I do country and Irish, but I also yeah. do like theme shows where it could be a rock and roll show yeah. tonight or it could be 
songs from the musicals and yeah. we play all those different genres of music in the house and I, I love to sing all that stuff and as an artist as well I think it keeps you on your toes as well because you have to adapt to whatever the yeah. show is you know and we go to America it's all Irish Danny Boy Limerick yeah. Your Lady Hometown in the Foil all, yeah. all those classic Irish songs and um it's nice to be able to adapt, you know, and it keeps it very interesting for me as well. You're not singing the same stuff all the time yeah. and, yeah. you know, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> going forward from this stage of your career, how do you see the future? Yeah, we're going to continue doing what we're doing. Um, we're going to develop, uh, Michael, the, the guest house more because our problem is the moment it's not big enough. You know, we have a, accommodation for 30 people there at the guest house in Knock. Um, and the hotel here, very good. We send, we don't do evening meals. We send all our guests to... to uh, knock house for dinner and the dinners are beautiful here at the hotel and it's like a package I suppose they're coming to stay here and or stay in knock house hotel and they eat here their dinners and um, I'm going to develop our guest house more but I'm also going to just continue doing what I'm doing in music and we do tours like um, yeah. Nashville, Memphis and Dollywood this year yeah. and next year we're doing Las Vegas, Los Angeles, San Francisco and those are like, tours that we bring people from all over Ireland, England and Scotland and beyond with us on tour it's like an escorted uh, music tour and um, I'm going to continue doing more of that stuff and just doing what I love. You know, I'm very, very happy. And, you know, uh, you meet lots of people that are maybe not happy in their jobs. And I, I'm very fortunate that I love the cooking. I love the singing. And, you know, I have a great team. And I think that's the most important thing to have people that believe in you and believe in what you're about and believe in what you're in your businesses and all that. You know, and I think that's important to have a good team. And, you know, uh, we all get on very well. Thank God. Never any arguments. <laughs> When you want to get away from it all, as people, of course, must do from time to time, yeah, how do you yeah. relax? Well, I love walking. I do loads of walking. My father as well, daddy loves to walk and I, we go on the beach. We have a lovely beach up beside us in Derry called Benoan Strand and we go there, McGilligan Point, and we go there for lovely long walks. That to me is just clear the cobwebs. Just yeah. you, go, it's, you feel so good after it. But just before COVID, my father was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia. And it's progressive. Mm. So, you know, Daddy was before COVID, he was playing indoor soccer with the, the with my uh, nieces and nephews and super fit, walked miles every day, cycled every day. And just before COVID, he was diagnosed. And it's uh, some days now he doesn't know us and some days yeah. he does. Yeah. And Daddy was a, a great sportsman. He played for Derry back in the day as well for the county. And, um, you know, I just love to go walking and spend as much time as possible with mum and dad, you know, because you know, make the most of the, the time we have with them, you know, and I suppose walking is my main thing. Get away, get away, character, as they say. I must say you're you're very fit looking, so I presume uh, you're very conscious about it. Uh, absolutely. And I love to walk. I love to run. I love to go to swim. It just I love keeping fit, you know, and I suppose the guest house as well. And, you know, and for the traveling we do, you have to be. You have to be able to run through airports or <laughs> things like that, you know. And on stage, I think, you know, like a fit body is a fit voice as well. You know, you have to look after your instruments, your your voice. And, you know, if you're carrying extra weight or something like that, your breathing wouldn't be as good. And, you know, things like that. You have to just be conscious of that all the time. And again, that keeps me on my toes fitness wise as well. But most importantly, I'm very happy. That's the most important thing. And I think if you're happy in life, that's, you know, the, the biggest gift you can have, isn't it? You know, There's no and, doubt. you know, it's. And I have a very supportive family as well. We come from a big family, a very close family in, in Derry, and they come down to knock as much as possible. We just keep the tradition going from when we were kids, you know, coming back yeah. to knock. And we got a picture taken there when I was five years of age outside the Basilica in knock here. And we got one taken last year 
I'll not tell you many years later it was, but uh, <laughs> more than 30 years. And we all sat on the steps again and got that photograph uh, recreated. And, you know, you think back of all the, the memories and the things that have happened over those years, you know, and but we're 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 through the worst of it. The COVID has been tough for some people, yeah, yeah. but we're out the far side of it now. And, you know, yeah, please, God, things will continue to get better for everyone. You know, well, please, God, they will. And may I wish you continued success. Oh, thank you and more importantly, continued happiness. Thank you very, very much, Michael. And, and indeed to everyone listening as well, I wish you all happiness and health and God bless you all. And not that I'm a holy Joe or super holy Joe, but I just want to wish everyone well. And we love being in Knock. If you're ever in Knock, call to Knock House Hotel or Drum House Guest House. And we look after you so well and uh, we give you a warm welcome. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations.